Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week, we read Parshat Pinchas, the name of a guy who ended last week's Parsha by shishkebobbing two people in the middle of having sex. We'll start with a brief recap. On the tales of that very public execution slash act of zealotry, God praises Pinchas, granting him and his descendants eternal priesthood. God then tells the Israelites to hunt down and kill the Midianites, and tells Moshe and Eleazar to conduct a census of all the males over the age of 20. The census count is done, and the total comes out to 601,730, not including Levites. The land of Israel is divided among the tribes according to the count, and then the Levites are counted. After all this, the daughters of Tzalofchad approach Moshe and say, it's not fair that they get no land just because their father, who died, had no sons. Can we have his plot, please, they ask, to which Moshe says, hmm, good question, God, thoughts? And God says, hmm, good question, sure. God then tells Moshe to climb Mount Avarim so he can see the land of Israel before he dies and to pick a worthy successor. Moshe picks Joshua, gives him some spiritual powers, and publicly names him as the official next leader. We then get a lot of information about communal sacrifices. The daily Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh, Passover, Shavuot, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur sacrifices are all mentioned. And then we close out with Sukkot and Shemini Atzeret, which, yes, are holidays, but they involve a bloodbath of animals. So if your first thought when I started talking about a census of men over the age of 20 was, wait, didn't we just do this like a few weeks ago? The answer is yes. Yes, they did. The number comes out a little smaller this time, by about 2,000. So what's up? Why do they need to count again? Chizkuni, a 13th century commentator known as a Rashi super commentator for his general tendency to talk about what Rashi has talked about, but in this instance not, notices that what's changed between these two censuses, sensei, is the incident of the spies. If the people were worried before that they didn't have enough military might, Chizkuni says, then surely they feel even more nervous now that they've lost 2,000 troops. But this, Chizkuni says, is exactly God's point. They're not going to succeed in their military campaign because of numbers and might. They're going to succeed because they have God on their side. We don't need abundance or overwhelming power. We need faith. It's a hard sell to people about to go into battle, I imagine. But it sets up the dynamic that God is going to insist on. Your success and failure is less about your power and more about mine. Or so says God. So I want to offer a blessing for the Israelite men who are about to be drafted into battle, knowing that they have fewer fellow troops for the same task. I hope they were buoyed by the reminder that they are not alone, no matter how many people are with them. And to anyone here who is facing down a task that feels daunting and lonely, I hope you too are blessed to know that you are not alone, no matter how many people you can see or count around you. I'll see you next week.